Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Acting Inspired with me, me, Lewis Goody. So I, today I have a guest. She goes by the name of Danny Sylvia. Danny is fucking awesome. Let me just put it that way, straight off, straight out of the gate off the bat. Danny was the year below me at Guildhall, and so we were kind of, we, you know, knew of, like, knew each other, I guess. Uh, it's a busy place, drama school and all that stuff, so I didn't, so, I socialised with people, obviously, um, <laughs> but, you know, not the majority of the time you're in classes and whatever, so it's busy. Uh, so I didn't really know Danny that well, and speaking to her today was really cool, because she is super inspiring and I'd always known I, I say at some point in the podcast like you'd always she'd always been on my radar even before the podcast stuff I was like wow she's really like doing something completely different and not not different but like she's yeah well she's doing something different to what to to a lot of people that I've seen you know post Guildhall and so but she's a singer-songwriter if you didn't know already Danny Sylvia Music check her out She's amazing, but I'll give you all that information again at the end. She, I've been like wanting to ask her to do the pod for ages, but you know, I'm like a bit insecure, didn't feel like I knew her that well. But obviously, I, I asked her and she was just like, yeah, straight away because she's cool. And she's doing the music thing. She's, she's, it's a really interesting story actually, because I think it's probably probably resonates would probably will resonate with a lot of people who went to drama school who maybe at, at certainly at quite a young age and weren't sure what it was not not sure what they were getting into but like not really sure why am I only doing this because it's a part of this path that as an actor or whatever that we're supposed to do you know um and Sometimes and, and um, there there is a danger of that, I guess, going to like an institution like that when you are so young, which doesn't feel young at the time. But later on, you go, "Fuck, I was really young." Like I feel the same way. I I feel like I went to Guildhall, went to drama school too too young. I I never. I'm from like Devon. <laughs> Um, and coming to London was even that in itself was like mind so yeah I don't really know I, like I'm I'm, I'm just going to crack on with this because I don't want to talk bollocks for ages um, and I'll speak to you again at the end but really cool really inspiring she was brave enough to go do you know what this actually floats my boat I'm going to do that you know, and not worry about the other thing so much. Um, and and that doesn't necessarily mean giving up on one thing altogether, like not giving up on acting. Like that's the fear with doing other things sometimes. It's like you feel like, or I feel like, it's actually your brain going, right, we're giving this up then. And it's not, it's, you know, or it doesn't have to, maybe it is for some people, but, um, you know, there are loads of things we can be doing as creative people and it's it's really, really cool. So anyway, I'll talk to you again at the end, tell you all about her, where you can find Danny, and also going to play a one of her songs at the end as well, which is a first for the pod, so that's exciting, that's cool. Um, yeah, enjoy. So without further ado, I present to you Danny Sylvia Music. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Danny. Hello. Uh, thank you so much for coming. You're very welcome. And thank you for entertaining me at your, not just me, I mean there are other people there, but at your <laughs> gig. private other, gig. Yeah, <laughs> just for me. Um, I, I mean, I always knew we, I don't know, you know you that well. Yeah. But obviously we're at Guildhall together. And, yeah, and, trained together. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really know that you had this 
fucking powerhouse voice. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, no, it's amazing. And um, I mean, I knew, like, I've seen, I've seen videos and stuff, but it just, um, you know, f- months and months ago, I told you this before, I told you months ago, that yeah. even months before that, I was, I wanted to ask you to come and do the podcast because, um, like, anyone who listens to this knows it's about the sort of the other things that we do to to keep ourselves inspired and yeah you know keep our creative juices flowing or whatever mm-hmm. um and what you're doing is amazing oh, um, thank you. yeah it's cool and it's just interesting to me as well because I guess if I put this sort of um basic my basic head on it's like oh people who go to the drama school want to be an actor yeah so uh to start i guess what what is your what was what tell me about you and your your path yeah. up, up to now so i went i auditioned for drama school when i was 18 and got in oh, cool. but i think i hadn't i hadn't even really thought about it i'd been so i went to a sort of performing artsy sixth form college yeah. um and everyone auditioned for drama school it was just what you did yeah and i loved acting i still do i loved you know i, I think it's amazing um but I think, I think given my time again, I would really think about it. Yeah. Because I think 18 is very young to go. Totally. I was so immature. I didn't even know. I didn't even have, I wasn't like, I really want to be an actor. Like I loved dance and I loved, um, I loved music. Yeah. Like that was always my main love anyway. Um, but I always thought music was impossible. I don't right. know why. I had it in my head that it was just a far off thing. It well, it makes sense. Yeah. Though. I mean, it, it feels like that. With, even with yeah. acting sometimes, you know, I guess with any creative area to it to looking at the people that we idolize yeah it's like that just seems a million miles away completely and the people I loved music wise um people like Amy Winehouse Adele like I mean they're very obvious choices but like like Michael Jackson you know I mean there's a reason right yeah exactly um just yeah seems a million miles away um acting seemed because I'd gotten in I think I thought oh well maybe that's what I'm supposed to do so I went along um so you never so like I don't know from like a young age you weren't like I'm gonna be an actor no not at all yeah I I loved acting and I'd always done it from a very young age but I'd also equally done singing and done dance and stuff not even really musical theatre yeah but dances in like I'd done hip-hop and I'd done lyrical music I'd always done contemporary music so it wasn't that I wanted to do musical theatre at all um although I think it's an amazing genre that wasn't really it's not doesn't suit my voice or anything um so yeah, I'd, I'd kind of studied them all equally, acting, singing, dancing. I definitely wasn't like, oh, I definitely have to be an actor yeah. um, at all. Uh, <laughs> so it's weird that but I ended no, up going to... Well, I mean, it is that thing, isn't it? When you're, when you're 18, I mean, it's mad that we have to sort of make a decision on what we're going to do yeah. at that age. Because I feel the same. Like, I feel like I wish I could have waited longer before mm. going to drama school I think drama school was like the right thing for me but like yeah. um but I mean you know that train as we were just talking about before we started recording you know yeah. the, the the skills that you learn there and pick up are transferable to a million different things completely they're second to none and yeah. I, there's no way I'd go back and change it at all um although some of my the people in my year at drama school we've talked often about the fact that we wish we'd we're glad we've done it and we're glad we did it young kind of thing but yeah. we also kind of wish we'd gone when we were like 28 and we were, yeah. could go and just laugh through it and yeah, man. and not care so much and not get so intense and totally. not, you know because you're so when you go young you're so immature and you're thrust into this bubble which is so intense everyone's yeah. you know so intense about it because it, that's the sort of people it attracts and that's a beautiful thing but it also is um, can be anxiety inducing <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> um so yeah, there is a part of me that thinks, I wonder how differently I would have approached it if I'd gone when I was much older. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you didn't. No, but I didn't, so, <laughs> and that's fine. Um, but yeah, like you said, the skills you learn there um, are completely transferable. And there's yeah. so much that I've taken into, even in terms of like almost on a business level, like yeah. the way you speak to people at gigs or um, replying to emails in a certain way and, and approaching people and having that go-getter thing that actors have to learn when yeah. they're, even in third year when you're having to write to agents and write to casting directors and the rejection you get used to at drama school and after drama school and in third year so that's been so instrumental for me because yeah. obviously even in music there's so much rejection yeah, daily. I mean, it's, a, it's a similar world I imagine, yeah. right. 
Completely. Um, but um, so we. Do, was there any point when you were at Guildhall that you were like, shit? Yeah. What am I? Like, what day I one. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally day one, I was like, oh my God. I remember I went in um, and I had, I, I never even considered it to be an issue, but they were like, on our first meeting, um, they were like, right, you're not allowed to go to the gym, you're not allowed to play football, both of those didn't bother me, and you're not allowed to <laughs> dance. Oh. And for me, I was never going to be a dancer, I was never good enough to be a professional dancer, but I loved it at that yeah. time. I loved it, it was like my release, yeah, yeah. wanky as that sounds, and I loved it so much. So day one, when I heard that, I was like, where am I? I don't know what to do, why can't I go to pineapple? Um, <laughs> So that was a big issue. And I think I really like, held on to that and begrudged that through the whole three years. Oh, totally, yeah. Um, so, yeah, day, day one, I really was like... Oh, and I and the whole of the first term, I was like, this is not for me. To be honest, the whole three years, I, lo- I loved it in a way. I yeah. loved the people. I think the training's amazing, second to none. It's an amazing place. Um, but I... From, just as a person, I think I just had a clash because I'm... I'm um I speak my mind quite a lot and I tend to go against the grain yeah, and yeah. I think sometimes they were like oh just go with the grain <laughs> <laughs> just do what we want you to do um so I think I was that's why I was always thinking if I went when I'm older maybe I'd be a bit more like chilled about it yeah um so yeah oh that's cool it's funny three years and so um, on the other side of that as well did you ever imagine did you ever were you ever going okay I've, this isn't for me. I don't feel like acting is going to be my thing, but I, I, or not necessarily not your thing because we spoke earlier and you, yeah. you're still interested in doing it. And yeah. if the jobs come up, then great. Yeah. Um. But was there a point where you were like singer? Ah. No, ding. not at all. Not at no. all. It's so weird. I, the only time it's it's quite a long story. I don't know Go if on. we have. Um. Okay. So. Basically, this is how I segued into music. So I, after drama school, um, not at one point through the whole three years had I thought, no, I'm not going to do acting. For some reason, I was always like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm training for it, so I'll just do it. It's fine. Um, (laughs) I've taken the leap. Yeah, exactly. So I never thought of doing anything else. But I did a couple of films, um, and then I did a play, and it transferred to the West End. And while I loved it, and it was an amazing experience... um, and I'm still really good friends with the cast, my castmates and, and the director. Um, I realised during the West End run, I was like, there's something's not right because people kill, actors kill to, to do a, um, a West End run or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not feeling like this is fulfilling me at all. That's interesting. Um, yeah, so it was that, that was kind of the moment. And around that time, I joined um, a choir. Where it's, well, they say they hate it when we call it a choir. It's a vocal collective. Um, <laughs> kind of gospel based yeah. but more contemporary called Urban Voices Collective and I randomly I'd seen them at the Olympics they performed at the Olympics with cool. all the music act and I um, applied got in um, and they I, being around those people music people like yeah. singers yeah. I was like these are my people and I suddenly realised that that was more of the um, I don't know it just suited me so much better I became kind of more of myself yeah, and yeah. I felt really relaxed for the first time and I loved um, singing I loved it and I'd forgotten that because I hadn't really practiced a lot yeah. since um, since my sick form days and then okay so this is where the long drawn out story happens so yeah. uh, I think I was like a year um, into Urban Voices and I met the, the boss Carl um, I met his young niece um, not niece, uh, cousin, um, who was uh, diagnosed with bone cancer. Right. So she was terminal at the time, and I met her, and she I think she only had a few months to live at the time. Shit. And um, I, was cha- I was chatting to her uh, on Facebook, I think it was actually, after I met her, and she, um, I was, she'd written these blogs, and she was just an incredible, inspiring, like, happy person, even though she knew she was terminal, and she was very, just very loved, very respected, just because of who she was. Um, and I just said to her, I just want you to know that you're, you know, even though your life's going to be short, you've touched a lot of people, you've lived a very full life. Um, and she said, oh, thanks so much for saying that, because I always feel like, because my life is going to be so short, she was only 19, um, 
that my life has been for no reason, it's been for nothing. And I was like, oh my God, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. And around that time, we were, Urban Voices were due to go in to record at Air Studios with a guy called David Arnold, who composed all the Bond, uh, Bond stuff and oh, Sherlock cool. music. Um, and randomly, Carl, the boss of Urban Voices, was like, I really want to do an original song. Can you, because he knew I wrote. He was like, can you write us a song? And I'd just been talking to Shannon. I was like, can I write a song for Shannon? Is that okay for you? Like, is that weird? I just want her to know that it's her life's been impactful, even yeah, though sure. she's she's not going to be here long. Um, and so we did that, and it ended up kind of becoming this like this thing that we all still are really proud of. Um, it's a song called Forever Young, which is on YouTube if you want to check it out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was after that I was like, I I can write songs, and I can. This is gonna this contribution to me feels like me and this is what I want to do this gives me purpose and if someone's I owe it to people like Shannon who's 19 and not going to be long for this world to do what I want to do and to do it and do something that affects people potentially and yeah I don't feel I'm doing that with acting right so that's well it's a long story but that's basically how I segued no not to that song wow all right that's deep yeah no, um, sorry, no not at that. all no it's uh it's ama- <laughs> that's amazing to hear i i i had a question but i get it feels kind of fickle now. um but um and and did what did what, did she hear did it did she hear it no it's oh, it's the it, it's so sad basically we um recorded it in the studios we had a string arrangement made by david arnold oh, which is so special so lucky um and we have a shot a music video for it for her, um, which is on YouTube. And we literally drove up to play it to her. She had no idea it was happening at all, no clue at all. And she died the next day. She'd been taken in uh, and she was really, really bad. When we arrived, she'd literally just taken a terrible turn earlier than they thought and died the next day. So she never heard it. But her, we played it at her funeral. Oh, amazing. And her family love it and stuff. So yeah. I'm actually doing a gig. I do... Um, done it one or two already um, for bone cancer research doing another gig uh, with them in July and 25 20% of my um, proceeds from my uh, first EP go to bone cancer research oh wow there's a little because the song's on on my EP yeah yeah so I always I really hope one day my dream is to to raise a lot of money with that song yeah because she was so charitable and, and, and raised a lot of money for that charity oh man so be cool if we could that's my big goal yeah. like ambition no one totally day. <laughs> how what how ama- like that's one of the amazing things about any of the creative stuff that people do you know act, yeah. acting sing, what, whatever it fucking is mm-hmm. to find that purpose to yeah. find a purpose with it yeah is really when people start to shine i guess and you do um oh. you know saw you the other night and it was you know the song's that you've written yourself and they were just amazing. Like they're all just brilliant. Oh, thank you. Um, so, oh yeah, I will stop doing that now. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I won't actually. No, you're very kind. Yeah. No, I appreciate um, it. But it just, to, sorry, I, I feel like this is so like shallow now. I'm no, not no, shallow, not at all. No, not at all. Uh, no, it's, it, that's just, uh, I wanted to say how um, it segued in, but yeah. Um, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, she, it feels bad to say it was amazing, but it's amazing that that happened. And and you know, and she gave you yeah. That's a the thing. Well, that's gift. why I love it because I feel like she um, can, in a way, live on through that song in a way. And yeah. I hope that her and I. Well, I know that they think this way as well. That they they feel like that, and they have this. In fact, on on the um, EP, I've put her. Uh, her actual voice into little bits in the track oh, cool. so that her family could have something yeah. that was her like recorded that they can play at any time oh wow um so, so yeah no it's it's a great thing it's obviously a, a terrible terrible tragedy yeah. but um what's great about music and art is that you can there is something healing in it and oh, I, yeah. that's why i did it because i there's something um potentially healing for her family for for her and it, it, it's her the song is her and a Not celebration me. of yeah. her as well. Yeah, maybe. exactly. So and it's yeah, such a positive. celebration of her. And she inspired it. She wrote it essentially because she was the um, person that it's about, that it's inspired by. So wow, man. I think it's so, a nice thing for her. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. And and at that point, or maybe it was just before that, but I just to sort of um, 
pick your brain about this because yeah. I'm sure a lot of people feel the same. I am having thoughts recently that I feel like guilty about or I try and like stop them yeah. in the, or sh- not guilty, but like, I don't know, some sort of shame, some sort of feeling like that, <laughs> that lo- along the lines of shame or guilt or something where I go, I kind of like, I, I kind of want to do this, but I feel like, I don't know what the fear is, like the, the, I can't even articulate it now. Is it of letting go of acting? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it is that. And but even you saying that, then I was like, no, no, no. no I mean, it's not that. Because I still I I love acting, and yeah. I, I want to be an actor, and mm-hmm. you know that's what I've trained for and what I love doing, and and what you're so brilliant at as well. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you <laughs> um, so, but then when I I feel like I'm cheating on it when I'm yeah. having these thoughts of like you know because I. I you probably don't know this, but I've been doing some like stand-up stuff and comedy things, and Amazing. yeah, and getting involved in that kind of stuff. And I get the same feeling when I'm when I'm in that environment. I'm like, oh shit, this like, is what these are my ridiculous. people. Yeah, these this is my this is what I, I love, like this laughing thing. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and and I, I quite often talk to Kai about it. You know, Kai, yeah. um, and uh, you know, because she is you know, she has definitely got that in terms of like acting mm-hmm. and, you know, she's always researching stuff and looking at this and what's coming up and what's happening. And I would, I sometimes look at her and I'm like, fuck, why aren't I doing that? Like that intensely. Yeah. I do it when there's a, like a more of a reason. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that I sit at home, <laughs> not all the time, but like <laughs> I, I, I'm obsessed with comedy and joke writing and how that works. And it, and it really gets me going and like Mm. really you know excites me yeah but I do so my question that was a long-winded way of getting to like no but it is complex yeah do you did you have that guilt did you have that sort of shame yeah I I get it was I was almost embarrassed yeah 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 Yeah, because you are almost like embarrassed I I, for probably like mm, I don't know how long it was but I remember if I would ever see people in my year at Guildhall, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm just, like, I didn't know how to say it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm still doing it, but you know, I'm just doing other things. And yeah. you kind of, um, and I guess in, in some ways we always will be. The good thing about acting is yeah. you, you can actually do it till you're, till you die. Yeah, like yeah. there's parts all the way along. And I do think it's something you can maybe dip in and out of. Totally. So it's, it's never something where you need to, unless it's destroying you, yeah. where you need to like close the door forever. Yeah, absolutely. So I yeah. don't, the thing is, life's so short, um, and those the, the emotions like sh- shame and guilt, which we all feel because we're humans, are actually um, as soon as you decide to let them go, I think that's when you can be really free and kind of yeah. do what you're meant to do. If if your passion is is comedy, if that feels like that's what you're meant to do, then that's an amazing thing. Yeah. There's no more or less value in acting, in comedy, in musical theatre, and music I do they're all they're all arts aren't they they're all like yeah entertainment essentially well, yeah people who are, who feel the need to create something yeah exactly no matter how you do it and they're all of equal value I mean I think it's an amazing gift to be able to make people laugh yeah, yeah. I think it's probably one of the most beautiful gifts you can have oh, isn't sorry. it to make people happy didn't say I had the gift <laughs> no but I bet you do I want to come you need to tell me when, yeah. when they are by yeah, the way. I'll let you know absolutely <laughs> um yeah well, uh, uh, um Ah oh, shit! What was I gonna say? About uh, the the yeah the embarrassment involved in yeah in like saying how, it out loud. Yeah, I know it's weird. Why is that? Do you think? Like, um, what is that? Is it like? I think it's a bit instilled into us at drama school. Of um, is it because it's such a competitive world? Yeah. And you're and you, you're shit if you're like yeah dropping out of it or well, not. Well, it's a fear of fa- it's a feeling of that you failed, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, and that you're saying, oh, it's not working, so I'm having to do something. I'm having to do something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not always like that. And I, I kind of with acting that we were saying earlier before. I can't remember whether the recording was on or off. <laughs> um, that actually with acting, it goes so up and down. So even there was a woman. I can't remember her name, but she was in This Is England. She was. Uh, she's with beautiful blue eyes. She's just been in that amazing. I know. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I can't Is remember her name. Woody's girlfriend. No. I don't know. She's got short hair, dark <laughs> yeah, hair, yeah, blue yeah. eyes. Anyway, she was on um, Graham Norton and she was saying that she got 
I think it might have been This Is England, actually. Yeah. And she was like, I'm made, I'm fine, like, I'm going to be fine. Then didn't work for years. Yeah. And she was like, basically, in acting, it's like, yeah. completely, um, you can never rest on your laurels. So even the people that we look at now who are like, oh, they're doing really well, they're, they're not doing really well, that all could change. Oh, totally, yeah. And go the complete other way. Um, so I think failure is quite, unless you literally, no, I don't think you can fail unless you, but then even when you decide not to do it, that's not a failure. It's because it doesn't serve you anymore and you want to do something else. Yeah, I think totally. Basically, we're just worried about what other people think. And that's it's it. It's irrelevant. Such a massive <laughs> thing. And, and uh, you know, even with the, this podcast and stuff and with the subject of the first song you sang the other night, yeah. like this whole social media thing is a fucking nightmare. Know. And, you know, it it is way more... I know we're all aware of it. Mm-hmm. And we're all aware of like this, you know the Facebook life compared to real life yeah. and what you display and we all know but we all fall for it or we, I do uh, at least 100% still yeah it's like oh this guy's doing that and this and that mm-hmm. and that and he looks oh look at his photos oh my god he's yeah. you know and, oh, I do think it's dangerous because I don't yeah. think humans are meant to see that far into the world do you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. we're not supposed to be so our parents growing up yeah. would have known probably like really well, maybe five to ten friends really yeah. well. Yeah, and yeah. they had their family and they, you know, had their social life. They, if they wanted to speak to someone, they made a phone call from the house phone. Yeah. Um, so I just think there is, there's a simplicity to that. I'm not like an old-fashioned person at all. Like I try and say, <laughs> I sound like a granddad. No, but. not at all. I get what you mean though. Absolutely. <laughs> there's just something about, yeah, you, there's too many things to take in and you look scrolling through and this person's done that and that person's done that and that person's engaged and I've just been broken up with and it's all (laughs) (laughs) like you literally end up being like my life is shit but it's so it's so it actually makes you ungrateful for what you have yeah but it doesn't make you you decide to be ungrateful for what you have um uh, comparisons like comparing it's so unhelpful because that's their life. Like we all have our different paths. And yeah. Each and all of us have shit times, and all of us have good times, and all of us have great opportunities, and then have periods of no opportunities. Yeah. And it's just, but it is really hard when you bombard bombarded with it, and it's on your phone, which obviously we're all glued to. Like me, the same. We're all just constant. It's constant. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. And it's it's scary, but you know, necessary as well at yeah. the moment. You know, but even with acting, what we were saying earlier, yeah. sometimes people might look at your social media numbers to for casting. Yeah, oh yeah, no, that's yeah, really, that's it's, quite sad. This is a sad and scary thing. I guess you've got mm. to just like pay loads of bots to follow you on, yeah. on the internet. Yeah, uh. yeah, because you can do that. But then, what does that even prove? So, <laughs> exactly. So silly. Yeah, man. Mm. Um, so the we we did sort of talk about this before the sake of the the podcast, like. Yeah. Do you still act? Do you still want to act? Like, <laughs> so I I um did a little part in Catastrophe on Channel Four um, quite recently, awesome end of last show. year. Yeah, yeah, which was really fun, and they are hilarious. They were literally um the two leads, um, yeah. Sharon and Rob, are so funny. Even when you're film, they they were just corpse all the time. They just have a great <laughs> time while filming. That's awesome. Um, they're just legends and so friendly and nice. So that was really really great. Because I, I love screen acting. Yeah. That's always actually uh, where I would have leant towards if yeah. I had a choice. So the answer is, yeah, I, in the future, I would absolutely love to do screen acting. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not so keen on theatre, if I'm completely honest. Yeah, it's yeah. never really... I don't know. There's just something about it that doesn't... Float your boat. Yeah. Don't know why. I've never... I was never brought up going to the theatre. Yeah, I think yeah. that's maybe part of it. I was brought up on films. And yeah. TV, my mum just <laughs> sit me in the living room course, watching yeah. the screen, um, and music. So I, yeah, for me, it just there's something that's a little bit of a disconnect. Which yeah, is pretty crazy considering I did a classical training. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Like, it, but I mean, it's a good training for that, and as we've discussed, anything else yeah. really. Yeah. Um, you know, um, oh, shit, I keep losing my train of thought. <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? Oh, come on, come on, come on. I do that all the time. I know, it's so bad. I'm really bad for it lately. <laughs> I don't know what... what. <laughs> um, uh, oh, shit, it was a good one. I will get it, don't worry. I'll come back to it, yeah. yeah, yeah. What were we, what were we um, saying? Maybe we can... Yes, I know. Get it? So, yeah. Um, do you ever think about 
because screen acting is something like acting in that way is still something you're interested yeah. in and still would want to do and is it bad i don't know i'm workshopping this question i guess with you now <laughs> but to to think that well i'm smashing it with this thing mm-hmm. so you know and it's a creative industry and we're in a time where people are from all different industries are doing all different yeah. things so your success in one field mm. could definitely bring work in another yeah 100 percent. do you I, think about that ever yeah i do i i hope that if if music goes well for me i hope that it helps me in act in yeah acting for sure absolutely yeah i mean or vice versa i mean not that i'm um putting as much focus onto acting or, or auditioning at the moment because everything's going into the album I definitely think they help, don't they? Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, not only with stuff like stupid social media, all that crap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it, transferable skills are quite, can be, you know, quite attractive sometimes. Yeah, totally. Um, Recognisable face. It's a bums on seats thing, isn't it? It's kind yeah. of like, you know, the whole um, casting um, reality TV people in yeah, yeah. like West End shows or stuff, which is, which is annoying. But I mean... You know, people like J Lo do it. She does everything, isn't she? Oh, God, like, yeah, I'm comparing yeah. myself to J Lo. Triple threat. <laughs> yeah, she can literally do yeah. all the things. And Beyonce, they do it all. Yeah, man. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure if I'm going to be the same as those guys. Hey, man, yeah. you never know. Dude, your voice is unbelievable. I'll yeah. say it one more time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it's. Uh, I used to, you know, when, like you said, it's when you see reality TV people doing yeah a, i don't know a play or serious a... acting or whatever <laughs> yeah. like you know it's annoying but then at the same time fuck it like yeah. why not exactly and if you have something that is going really well then really put your effort into that and yeah the other stuff will come as well if it's something you're still interested in yeah. how is your uh, if you don't mind me asking tell me to fuck off if if not um but like your you must have a pretty good relationship with My your agent, agent. yeah, yeah. Uh, he is a legend yeah. i absolutely love him he's so understanding Take his I, name. yeah <laughs> his sure. name's john markham at the markham agency oh, nice. um he is so so lovely so he took me on from that play i was talking about that was in the west end yeah um having no idea that you know i was coming to this big crossroads yeah um and sent me up for loads of stuff and i eventually came to an actual crossroads um where (laughs) um i was offered a cheek by jowl tour wow um which is still going on now i think so i'm still being work now don't worry i just cry (laughs) silently um so it was like it started sort of um can't remember 20, end of 2015 going up until about now holy um, shit yeah um and i turned it down to do to go and tour with diversity as a vocalist <laughs> fuck dude that's awesome <laughs> but i mean he was so understanding i mean imagine yeah, what that. did he say what, he was like were you terrified i'd be i was terrified oh, i was God. equally terrified of my mum because she was absolutely furious oh really because she didn't know i'd been working on my ep yeah like I, not in secret but like i hadn't really been you know telling anyone that much about it yeah so she hadn't known that i was super serious about music she just i think she was just so confused after these years of training yeah. and whatever all these things building up um but it was just a moment where I was like, I have to invest now in in what's going to take me forward in the direction I want to go. And while Diversity, the, the tour wasn't original music, it was vocals yeah. and it was a tour. And I, I wanted to get used to touring, um, you know, vocally and, and all that stuff and, and getting used to what that sort of feels like to be a singer kind of yeah, in a yeah. show or whatever. Um, but yeah, John was amazing. He was so, he was like, I get it. I understand. And even now he's like, just, you know, we'll, we put you up for stuff only when we think this is worth doing. It's maybe a short term contract or whatever. Yeah. Um, he was like, he's just, is like, we believe, we believe in you, but we're here kind of thing. Just do, do you, we're here in the background kind of thing. I, I couldn't ask for a lovely agent. Amazing. He's very, very kind. That's so cool. But, and also a credit to you for like, for, because I imagine, uh that like you know a lot of people who i I imagine loads of people must have this similar kind of issue this or not issue but like this thing that comes up where you're like oh shit 
there's this other thing that I like yeah. I've got all this uh, commitment or you know whatever yeah. like it's a credit to you to, to be brave enough to go do you know what I'm going to do this actually yeah. is that yeah. co- what I mean that must have been it was like, really never scary that, I, I felt like I had a lot to prove yeah. especially to people like my mum who, who I care so much about what she yeah. thinks because she's like my best friend and she's so supportive so I felt I was like right I need to number one go and do do well on this tour and learn loads but number two I want this EP I want to put everything into this EP and I want it to be a success and I want to you know, I, I want to prove to her that this is what I'm meant to do. Yeah. And actually, when I release my EP, she now would fully hold her hands up and say, you were right, because she now sees that this is this is what I'm meant to do. She yeah. gets it completely. Um, and she's extremely supportive. But it was a really scary moment. And I was actually expecting my agent to just go, all right, well, fuck off then, you dropped. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was willing to take that risk um, at the time. I don't know why. It was like the contract lengths weren't even nearly the same, like, Diversity was six weeks and this tour was, was nearly two years. Still going. Yeah. yeah. So it was a stupid decision. Would I change it? No, not at all. Yeah, no, I don't think it was stupid then. At all. No. No, you know, no, I don't think so. No, I mean, if you look at it me. financially, but, yeah. you know, that's <laughs> the shit side of everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Great, man. Good on you. That's, that's really... <laughs> That's solid, like, it's really inspiring, um, <laughs> thankfully. Um, <laughs> get, the get the keyword in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, so how is that, you, you, this world, in comparison? Is it mm. majorly different? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is actually. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think how. Um, it's kind of, well... So in a way, I find it, um, the people I surround, this is not a diss at all to anyone I went to drama school with. I love them. They're, um, they're awesome. And I got on with all of them super well. But I found just for me, the yeah. personalities in music, I found to just fit me better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my friends, my friends in the choir and whatever are so supportive. Um, and a very encur- it's a very encouraging industry. I, I find with yeah. the actual musicians, business side, that's a whole different story. <laughs> but the actual singers, musicians, I tend to find just so encouraging. And we all help each other. And like my friends who are also doing the same thing as me do my backing vocals for yeah. free and stuff. So it's just been quite a collaborative world. Less, than, le- less competitive than... Yeah, in a way... In a way, with my close friends, anyway, maybe I'm just lucky with the people I have managed to kind of land within. Um, but yeah, business-wise, though, I think it's more ruthless. Right. And it's quite terrifying. And I think with music, um, so with labels, I mean, everyone knows how, you know, all the dodgy deals you can yeah, cover yeah. with labels and stuff. And um stuff like copyrights and stuff like people trying to still steal your, some of your publishing or steal this or that. Um, there's a lot more to look out for, whereas I Jesus. think acting's a bit more straightforward. Is it like you get a contract, you do it, and then it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like that with music. And it, the business side is a lot, it's more, a lot more like men in suits than right. in the acting world. Yeah, Maybe yeah. not in Hollywood, it's probably like that as well. But um, yeah, it's got a dark side for sure. Yeah, Um do you have to have? I, I, I honestly don't know how it all works. Do you, do you have like an agent in that so you side do, of yeah. things as well? You can get a, um, a. So I've got a manager. Yeah. Um, I've also got a radio plugger. Um, we are. Yeah. So we're trying to sign with a live agent. Um, and then stuff like a publisher, stuff like a, a record deal. Yeah. Um, it's all very hard to come by. Yeah, but um, you basically have to have it all before that happens. So unless you're very lucky, so you have to have your hundred thousand followers on each social media channel, Shit. and you have to have all this stuff. You basically have to come quite ready-made. Yeah. Um, they'd almost prefer if you came like. Um, I don't know. I think. I think also though, it's about a hit, and it's fair enough. Like they want something that's going to guarantee sales money, which is absolutely fair enough. So. Yeah. It's just, and also the um, music industry has changed so much because of streaming. So right, yeah, yeah, much, I thought about that. Yeah, much less money in the music industry, therefore less money to invest in new artists. So you have to be lucky, you have to... So how do you make a living? 
Well, I, this is with, the thing, I with, don't really I, at the moment. I mean, that wasn't necessarily like a direct <laughs> question. I mean, how does one make yeah. a living in well, that? You could, um, so you earn a lot from merchandise. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can earn from, from live gigging. If you um, go on a tour or whatever, you can earn from that. Yeah. Um, and then with if you get a deal, you get an advance. So right, right, right. that's where your money comes from. Um, and then you also earn from your sales. So actually, if you do well, you can earn a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, 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 but sure. But it's kind of quite extreme. So you're either earning loads or you're earning absolutely fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, like one last time, honestly. Like the, <laughs> the, uh, the gig the other night, I was like blown away. And, and that was, you know, I guess a smaller, a small venue. And, yeah. Um, yeah, like, like, but it was amazing and the people I mean there were people there who you like don't know I, su- yeah. I assume like just these audience who were digging it like <laughs> massively you know oh. um, people were loving it and I just think oh, again I can't remember what I was gonna, where <laughs> I was going with that um, like what what's what's the next step in, now you've so yeah okay now you've found yeah. Your thing. Yeah. What's the next step? Next step. Yeah. So, um, well, uh, late last year, I was lucky enough for my EP, actually, the one I was talking about earlier, I won Best Songwriter at the Unsigned Music Awards. Um, and that's been Congrats. really amazing for me, just in quite a few ways, um, business-wise, but also just as a, like, someone giving you a bit of validation. Yeah, man. Finally, or just so- something where you're like, right, I'm on the right path. Totally. I think I'm on the right path. <laughs> um, so that was really good. So that's kind of sparked a few things. Um, the gig the other night was at Notting Hearts Club. It was a place I've always wanted to play because it's one of those, like, uh, bucket list yeah, gig yeah. places because everyone has played there. Like, Super cool. Yeah, I don't know if you saw her on the walls Photos. when you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but actually... Um, I did that gig and another one the other week. I'm just doing a few small gigs to practice for my album preview. So I've been recording my album for a year. Um, Jesus. Yeah, and writing... Well, I wrote I wrote most of it last year. I wrote a couple of new songs for it end of, end of last year. Um, yeah, and it's a long process. And actually, a year is actually quite quick. Oh, yeah. Like, it takes ages. It's so weird. It's such a long, drawn-out process because production is so difficult I, I think producers are amazing like the patience they have and putting everything together to create this ridiculous sounding thing like I just have no patience for stuff like that I think <laughs> they're great um shout out to my producers <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> um so yeah so um what's next is uh I'm doing a gig to kind of play my album in full start to finish yeah for the first time on the 27th of july at the bedford which is in balham cool um if anyone wants to come oh there. that venue is sick yeah it's my favorite place that's oh, why i went to like a there. folk fest thing there yeah i think is it like that it's like a pub but then they've got this huge, huge theater, awesome yeah. theater yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool it's, it's one of my favorite places so i wanted to do it my first preview there because oh, it's great. like a i love it there and also ed sheeran who's one of my faves yeah yeah um did a lot of stuff there. He recorded like live EPs there and stuff. So I've always been quite Great, into it. And it's free entry, which is nice for the people awesome. coming. So it means kind of getting more more of a crowd. Along. What was the date for that again? Twenty seventh of July. Cool. Um, put it in your about, diaries, people. Put it in your diaries on about nine fifteen. Cool. Um, so next, uh, to be honest, I'm still in the process with the album. I've got um, another couple of tracks to finish. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much done and it'll be pretty much done. It'll be done by the 27th of July. Awesome. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, but that's another thing that's amazing as well. Going into this, especially as a singer songwriter, mm-hmm. is that what you would call yourself? Yeah, I, I guess know. so. Yeah? yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you become, it gives you some more, a bit more, uh, more of an element of control mm-hmm. over what it is you're doing. Yeah. It, does it? Oh, I'm asking, yeah. sorry. Well, actually, uh, yeah, I should have said that earlier. The the thing about acting that yeah. I found personally, just for my personality, because I couldn't, con- because I was waiting for someone else to ring me, yeah. I just hated, I didn't want that. I didn't want someone else to be in control of my destiny in a yeah. way. And I found, I found with music, because I can go and write a song in my room, I can accompany myself, I can go and get it produced. 
and I can book a gig and perform it. I think I'm basically just a con- control freak. It <laughs> no. just it feels more like something you can, yeah, control. Yeah, and... totally. I mean, it's a similar feeling with the, the comedy stuff, the, the, yeah. the little that I've done. I mean, I'm, uh, it's very little that I've done, but like, it, it, yeah, you're just like, and it's even more scary as well. Do you find that? Like yeah. when you go up to perform, it's like, holy shit. Well, when it's come from you. me. Yeah, yeah. It's just me. <laughs> well, it means everything, doesn't it? When yeah. it's something that you've created, it's not someone else's line, someone else's song you're singing. Um, like they, yeah, I do, the songs do mean a lot. Like yeah. that they, they um, and they're, they're very honest as well, because I've always tried to be as honest as I can in, in my writing. Some of them are like too honest, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you do feel a bit like you're like, oh, this is um, everything about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you could just be gentle. It's a weird thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. We're like, oh, I'm just gonna, I don't know, I'll just uh, tell you all my deepest stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, Here's my heart yeah. on the floor. <laughs> no, it's great though, because I, another thing that sort of came into my mind when I was watching you the other night um, was when I was talking to Ken a couple of weeks ago, um, he it talks about this thing that, that, that he's trying to crack now. He's mm-hmm. trying to work out. He's such a curious dude. Um, and it was like charisma. Mm. And not only was, were the songs brilliant and, you know, yeah, honest and yeah, emotional, I guess <laughs> is a word that I want to use. Um, but also you had this, there's just this charm. It's lovely, and 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 that adds to the sort of honesty, and and um, and for me, adds to the whole performance because you you know, like like talking between the songs and stuff. Like yeah. you know, it was just, you were there and you were you and you were happy and like <laughs> I, I think I yeah. look, look that way. Very happy. Yeah. And oh, thank you. Yeah, and I think like that's this. You've you've obviously found something where your charisma can like come out and that light shines brighter and all these cool moths come closer yeah i know what you mean it's um it's it's nice to find something a bit like stand-up as well yeah. where you you're actually not playing a part yeah and it's actually quite a strange and exhilarating thing at the same time yeah to literally be completely yourself um and some people really don't like it and that's but it's kind of fine because you because you're you're yourself you can't change yeah, yeah. exactly who you are um it's kind of quite freeing in a way totally yeah it's a really beautiful thing yeah and and even with um with the songs um something i that i really took from guilt or from training um is you know like when you tell a story yeah um, you're not acting, but you're re- maybe reenacting a story yeah, yeah. or, or set, telling a story. I try to use that so that I, with the songs, with um, performing them, I'm not trying to act. I'm just trying to use the tool I learned at drama school, which is to basically connect and like t- tell it as though it's you telling a story. Yeah, and that's something that I've always tried to really tap into, and that I I really appreciate appreciate that in other artists. Yeah. So that's something. So for example. Um, I don't know if you know a guy called James Arthur. Just come come off the top I of don't, my head. No. Um, so he he was actually on the X Factor, but he suddenly had amazing commercial success. I, it was the last season of X Factor I watched, um, and he is a master at connection. Like it literally comes out of his. Oh, he literally gets his heart, puts it on the floor, and it's like, and it's so like, you know, like the best acting performance you have. Yeah. Someone like um, who's Jerusalem guy? Oh, Mark Rylance. Yeah, where it's just yeah. like, it's almost it, they're almost not acting; they're like, kind of being. Like, yeah, yeah. So wanky. No, totally. It's myself. like it's almost like the whole point of acting is <laughs> yeah. to not act. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah. I love that. I think that's a really interesting thing. And and actually, stuff like stand up. It's is some it's kind of, there's an element of that, isn't there? Yeah, totally. And it's fucking hard actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is quite hard yeah. to not try. Yeah, yeah. To not try to say what you're saying. Yeah, and I suppose, and that I guess if I mean I haven't done enough to to have a style yet, but I guess if I did have any it would be a a, a storytelling kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah. Um because that's what all of these things are for really. Mm-hmm. You know, comedy, music theatre screen yeah. it's all stories. stories because humans love to hear stories yeah man yeah yeah, yeah. it's really really cool well but my 
EP, my first EP is called Monologues, and my album's called Tall Tales for that reason because I, I think storytelling is so important. Yeah. And and it, it was kind of like when I called my EP that it was kind of an homage to Guildhall in a way to say like I learned so much from you. Yeah. But I'm just taking it elsewhere. Yeah, if man. That's okay. Kind of thing. Ta- not so, even if that's okay. Yeah. Just do it, man. Like, yeah. And as we were talking about before, was it before we start recording talking about Ken? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. How, you know, he, again, was someone who at Guildhall constantly reinforced this idea of these skills that you're picking up here mm. can be used for all sorts of shit. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, take those skills and do whatever you want with them. Yeah. Paid for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, There's so much stuff did. you can do. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's amazing. And, yeah, just uh, it truly is... Uh, I think brilliant and and really inspiring to to when people are brave enough like yourself to to grab hold of that thing and would would you say you like Guildhall or drama school the idea of wanting to be an actor at some point has played a huge part on or played a part at all on in what you're doing now 100% yeah Um, well number one in the storytelling element of it which I never really even thought about before I went to Guildhall. Um, number two in the in the chat in the performance in in just get be able being able to even get on stage in yeah. the first place. Um, and number three, I, which is the main one, I think, is resilience yeah. because you you do learn a lot of resilience at drama school, mm-hmm. especially in that third year when it's so scary, isn't it? And you just feel like a you're like what have I got myself into and yeah. getting all these rejections from all the, you know, <laughs> sending out like 3000 headshots and not yeah, getting one reply, um, <laughs> which we've all done. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. I, um, and all the rejections you experience after drama school when in acting now, now when I get my daily rejections, of which there is sometimes multiple, it kind sometimes there's some, obviously we're all human. Some words really hurt. Oh yeah. And they always will, and that's a good thing. Otherwise, you'd be a robot. <laughs> but for the most part, there is a part, there is a kind of a part of you that goes okay, and then but you just go on anyway. Yeah, which is definitely something I learned at drama school. Amazing. I like you. Honestly, um, I know we we haven't seen much of each other since Guildhall yeah. and stuff. But you've always been in my uh, what's the word? peripheral vision or something you know like you've always been there I've always been aware of what you're doing and sort of you know just going what is she up to because it is like your whole path and your whole journey and the the and what you're doing now is like equally as successful as whoever you know, we were at school with and is smashing it as an actor in Hollywood or whatever. Yeah. Like, for me, I think what you're doing is equally as inspiring. And oh, like, you. yeah, because we often, we often, I was in a, uh, this is me opening <laughs> up too much now. But I was, I, I went for like a counselling session the other day. Yeah. And I was doing the whole comparing thing and you know mm. I was or like explaining my thoughts to this woman and going like uh you know I, I just I feel like I haven't done enough I haven't done this I haven't done that everything I haven't done yeah and um and I was like I don't feel like I, like I'm scared that I'm not going to be successful and then she was like over the last few weeks you've told me you're doing this podcast thing, you got this audition, whatever, you've been writing this, you've been doing a stand-up thing. And she listed off, she gave me this huge list and I felt like a twat because, do you know what? That, like, I'm, I'm, I'm successful. You, yeah. And you are successful. It's not about what we always attach it to, mm. which is, you know, not our fault. That's, we idolise people and that's cool, that's fine as well. But like, you know, and those people are amazing, but it doesn't take away from the success, the success that, you know, people like yourself are, are breeding. And, you know, it's inspiring for, for so many people oh, because you. people come and see the music and people follow you on uh, all our 
favorite your favorite channels yeah exactly <laughs> social medias exactly. no but you're so right it's, you're, it's you're, amazing i know what you mean because um there is because Guildhall is a place of high achievers i yeah. think there's we're so hard on ourselves oh, yeah. so you you i mean from the outside i look at you and i think you're really successful <laughs> but but there's never enough for us but i do think that's just the mark of a creative person as well we're never yeah. satisfied are we we yeah, always yeah. want to be better and want to be doing this and that well yeah because what is it that we're i mean what physically tangibly is it that we're trying to achieve i don't even know yeah, there's not there's not a thing <laughs> there's not like a thing at the end of this road no. it's just good and fun isn't it yeah exactly and, and potentially <laughs> nothing and do you know what there's something quite freeing in that though isn't there yeah, yeah like, totally I mean, we, but I know what you mean. We all have those thoughts where we're like, what if I'm not going to make, make it? And what even is make it? Well, exactly. That's, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Well, you have made it. Yeah. As long, I think as long as you're happy in what you're doing, sounds very twee, but as not long as you're all, happy, yeah. you, you are success, successful, aren't you? And, and also, not, not that many people do what they want to do. Yeah. So even that in itself is quite a, um, you know. It's, that is bravery in itself as well. Yeah. yeah to, to be able to go, well... I'm going to earn no money and yeah. do these creative things. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Fuck it, why not? Yeah. Um, one last thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't done this for a while, but I think it's uh, a good time to, to do it. Is uh, What advice would you give to maybe yourself or like... Because I'm sure that there are people out there having these these thoughts and not voicing it because you know thoughts about like doing other things yeah. or like not even going away from acting necessarily but like other things you want to do within the industry but you sort of keep it quiet or you don't want to sound like you're giving up on acting and that's that kind yeah. of stuff what would you say to someone who is you know ha- <laughs> this is the worst question in the world <laughs> I haven't put this together very well at all um, but what would you maybe get, what would your advice be to someone who's having that thought my advice would be that Everyone only cares about themselves and no one cares what you're doing, really. Like, and that sounds like I'm being horrible. I'm not. It's <laughs> actually, re- as soon as you realise that, okay, so say you're, say, right, you're saying to a friend, I'm giving up on acting. They might be like, oh, you, you, you're sat there going, oh, they think I failed and they think this and that. They're not probably not think, they're probably thinking about, oh, what am I going to do tomorrow? Or what? Yeah. Because ev- we're all innately selfish because we only have ourselves as a reference. And we, we all have our own ambitions. We care about what we do in our own, our family. But really, no one, no one cares. So my advice would be to just know that no one really is bothered about what you're doing. And do your thing, basically. Yeah. Yeah, because no, it doesn't really affect anyone else's life apart from yours. Totally, amazing. Quickly, <laughs> um, I was going to ask you to write all this stuff down, but do you? Would you have it on head? All the stuff that's coming social, up for you yeah. and, and all the social media stuff as well. Yeah, um, I will like reiterate it at the end. But um, so, what's the next? So, so my main thing. thing so I, I've stopped gigging for a while to do um, the album. So, but I'm back to business with gigging so my first big event coming up um is at my favorite venue the bedford on the 27th of july awesome. um so a couple of months and um i'm on stage at about 9 15 p.m there'll be um acts before me though so go, go along to them because i'm sure they'll be brilliant um and i'll be playing my album in full for the first time live with the track and everything and the musicians um and then after that i'm gonna book some other gigs anyway but after that it's album time so yeah hopefully starting to release some singles more singles oh by the way i've also got a single that's coming out um in the next few weeks called perfection generation which is about social media <laughs> um and a song. video for that which is coming out which i was editing last night um so yeah look out for that and yeah after that who knows it's kind <laughs> of a mystery <laughs> yeah dude no, and I look forward to, to seeing what happens with it Thank what's you. your uh, so, so yeah social yeah. media so Facebook Instagram Twitter is all at Danny Sylvia music which is D-A-N-I-S-Y-L-V-I-A music <laughs> <laughs> mate do you have a website as well or yeah which like is uh, dannysylviamusic.com and YouTube it's just Danny Sylvia and yeah what was the song that, that you wrote for was it uh, Shannon? For Shannon, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you type in um, Forever Young Urban Voices Collective, you'll yeah. find that as well. Um, 
yeah so much cool stuff yeah it's quite a few little things on there yeah well thank you so much for coming and doing this i really appreciate it you're very it. welcome thanks for having me it's been really nice to talk i don't think i've ever really talked about all the acting no, stuff yeah before, so no yeah, absolutely well, nice. thank you for sharing it thank you <laughs> right right how cool man I really think she's super inspiring and uh just lo- I just love what she's doing and what she's what she's you know managed to achieve and I mean the her voice as you will hear in a moment when we play her song is unbelievable and in in the flesh live is even better so make sure if you like listening to Danny today and if you like the song that's about to play now Make sure you get your ass down to the Bedford in Ballum. It's quite close to the tube station. Really cool venue. I went there to see um, like a mini folk fest thing and that was off the chain. It was cool as hell. Um, And Danny will be performing her album there, singing her new album in full for the first time ever all the way through. Um, She'll be on stage, I believe she said, in the episode around 915 uh, that's the 27th of July, which is a Thursday. Tall Tales is the name of the album. And I really recommend going down there to uh, to check her out live because it's pretty impressive. Um, and especially after, you know, chatting with her today, I'm just like, yes, you are awesome. Um, and it's just another another actor or another sort of someone, another creative person who started off in one path and found her way over time. Which I think is, you know, we don't see that. We don't talk about that enough and the the sort of different areas we can explore. And we did today and I'm glad we did. So do make sure you, uh, if you're free, go down to see Danny at the Bedford in Ballum on the 27th of July, which is a Thursday at 9.15-ish. I think the show starts at 8, but she'll be on at like 9.15. And she'll be singing her new album, Tall Tales, all the way through from start to finish in full for the first time ever. Uh, You can also follow Danny at Danny Sylvia Music. That's at D-A-N-I-S-Y-L-V-I-A. M-U-S-I-C, obviously. Uh, and that's the same for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And check out dannysylviamusic.com to see what's going on with her and listen to some of the tracks. And now we are going to play one of those tracks. So enjoy. Thank you, ladies, again. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, once again, for taking some time to, uh, to be with me today. And uh, and me and Danny today. Thank you very much for that. And I really appreciate you uh, you listening to this. And and thank you so much for for any you know all of your support. It's means a lot. It's cool. I love doing this, and I'm gonna keep doing it. And I hope you like it. Anyway, enough blabbing about me. Listen to Danny Sylvia's song "Perfection Generation." Here we go. Bye.